There we go. Tape five, and my data is still alive. I'm just realizing that I've been so focused on making these tapes that I haven't actually done my job in a bit. I like what I do, posting little write-ups of what memes are trending. It lets me feel creative, which I was really missing back when I was in the marketing game. This may come as a shock, but sometimes I feel a lack of direction in my life. I know, you're reeling. Take a breath, sit back down, get yourself together. It's true, though. I never had that feeling in my gut, that feeling like, this, yes, this is what I meant to do. Some people have that, I think. But me, I just sort of follow my instinct, which you know by now is a terrible idea. I'm pretty satisfied with my current job. You know, the one I'm not doing right now. In my defense, people were so freaked out by the wave wiping out their data that they aren't really posting as many memes as they used to, so I don't have much to write about. I'm sure my boss will understand. I mean, what's he going to do, fire me? <laughs> Is he going to fire me? No. No, of course not, because after the wave hits, we're going to have so many new memes. I mean, we're going to like basically start from meme scratch. We're going to have to restart meme civilization. So that's good, because I can't handle another job hunt. Although... You know, if the wave erases social media, job hunting will be so much easier. It's kind of a relief. No more worrying that embarrassing pictures or videos are going to tank your career. Clean slate for everybody. When I changed from digital marketing to web copywriting, I had to scrub my social media and delete most of the pictures of me mooning local celebrities. It was worth it, though. The job was just okay, but they gave us free lunch. There was always sandwiches in the office pantry. Those probably belonged to my coworkers, huh? No wonder nobody liked me there. Well, at the time, I thought it was amazing. And I met Derek. Derek was a finance bro who worked at a firm on the floor below me, and we used to flirt in the elevator. Innocent stuff. A smile, a wink, a little hand stuff between floors. The next thing you know, we were doing hand stuff on dates. Your typical sweeping romance. After the wreckage that was my 20s, I tried to cool it when I hit 30 and be more mature. I was less sarcastic. I laughed at his jokes. I pretended I wasn't shriveling into a petrified husk of a person. Grown-up stuff. I streamed our first date, obviously, mostly so that my friends could weigh in on him. Why get to know someone over time and then introduce them to your friends in person when your friends can just make a split-second decision about that person based on a live stream? It just makes sense. Okay, next question. If you were a dipping sauce, what dipping sauce would you be? <laughs> Are all of your questions about appetizers? Well, I'm trying to get to know you and figure out what I want to order at the same time. Well, I love dipping sauces when I was at Harvard. Okay, that brings me to my next question that I ask everyone I go out with. Did you go to Harvard? Yeah, I don't talk about it much, you know? Don't want to sound like I'm bragging. Terrific! My next question comes from my friend Clayton. Describe in detail your last breakup and what you would do differently. I feel like I'm getting the third degree from your friends. Do you want to just put down the phone and talk? Yeah, you want to get a drink? Sure, I'll go to the bar. I think I'm stuck to the chair. Oh yeah, that'll happen. Everything here is a little bit sticky or just straight up wet. Clearly, my regular hang wasn't up to his standards. For our second date, he took me to a restaurant that, to me, at the time, seemed extremely fancy. Looking back, it's possible that I just hadn't been to a ton of places that passed health inspections. And look at this big leather-bound book. Did they leave an ancient explorer's journal on our table? No. This is the wine list. This whole thing. This is just wine. <laughs> Ellie, can you put that down? I don't think they'd appreciate you recording in here. Look at this! Two forks. Your girl's moving up in the world eating at a two-fork establishment. Plenty of restaurants give you an appetizer fork, Ellie. Yeah, but nobody actually needs two forks. Your fork gets dirty eating apps, you lick it clean, and then you're ready for round two. 
Why do rich people equate fanciness with wastefulness? Okay. I assume that means you don't want the 24 karat gold shavings on your chocolate mousse. Hey, let's not be hasty. I'm easily impressed. Derek seemed like the kind of guy I was supposed to be with, as a newly grown-up lady. He cared about adult things like parking spots and interest rates. He described wine with words like playful. He was a hit at dinner parties. Ugh, don't get me started on those. When you get older, parties turn into dinner parties, but that's actually a lie because they're just dinner. My brother and his husband used to have them all the time, but then they adopted a baby and stopped even pretending to party. I know Drew didn't adopt a kid just to make me look like I didn't have my life together, but that was definitely a bonus. Oh, what now? There's a bunch of protesters. There are a bunch of protesters out there, or demonstrators? Not much point in protesting the wave. That would be like protesting old age or gravity, which honestly I'd be on board with. But these guys outside are just holding up signs that say stuff like unplug and let it all go, as if we have a choice. I guess it's helping them feel like they have some power over the situation. Nobody likes feeling powerless, unless that's your kink. And we do not kink shame in this house, unless me kink shaming you is your kink, in which case we can negotiate. Anyway, what was I talking about? There are demonstrators outside, and that got us to kink shaming. It's a real roller coaster up here. As I was saying, Drew and Gareth adopted a baby and they named her Amrita and I became an aunt. Also, yes, they named their daughter Amrita and nobody involved in that situation is Indian. So that tells you all you need to know right there. The kid was cool though. Now you may have noticed that I live streamed a lot. Well, I live streamed so much that sometimes I just, how do I put this delicately? Um, but live streamed, like I would accidentally touch my phone and boom, we're live. So a lot of my videos are just the sounds and darkness of my purse. But sometimes I got lucky and my butt captured some real moments, like this one. Hi. We've met before. Um, I'm your Aunt Ellie. Listen, kid, I'm not going to sugarcoat this. I'm not going to be great at this aunt game. First of all, I already have a pretty significant beef with another baby. Second of all, I'm what you may call a shitty adult. I mean, you seem nice, but I can guarantee you that I'm gonna forget your birthday and if I ever give you a gift, it'll probably be free cologne samples that I got from magazines I stole from my nail place. They smell cute though, you're gonna love them. Oh, and don't tell your dads I cursed in front of you. Can you talk yet? Are you ignoring me or can you not talk yet? God, you're so cool. I'm proud to say that I did not develop any kind of rivalry with my infant niece, and I'm also ashamed that I have to say that. Lots of ups and downs on this side of the mic. But I do think this is when I started to mature a bit, and... Potato, this isn't a good time. Anyway, I felt like I was really moving in a good... Oh, all right, give me that squeaky pizza, you babe. Landed in the sink. She'll never get to it. But she'll look for it for hours. This baby always wants to play. I've never known anyone so desperate for attention. She's lucky she's cute. She's so photogenic. She's going to be devastated when her social media presence is erased. Her accounts have tens of followers. Every picture of her pretty much looks the same, like she's a little confused and a little disappointed in me. Which I get. She knows how I live. Once Potato's accounts are wiped, what will I do when I want to see pictures of her? Just look at her? Ugh, I guess. That feels like a lot of work. But that's what being an adult is, right? A lot of work for minimal rewards. When I started dating Derek, I really did feel like more of an adult, which is such a bummer. 
I never wanted to be tied down. It felt like literally being tied down. Is that why people say that? I was 30 and all of my friends settled down, settled down. So I figured I should fake it until I maked it. Derek was my entry point into grown up shit and his best quality was his house. I was so impressed when I saw it. Here, um, I think this is the first time I went over there. And this is Derek's sunken living room where he keeps his sectional couch with a recliner. I made us baked salmon and fingerling potatoes. I hope you took those potatoes to the movies first. <laughs> a fingerling is a kind of small potato, Ellie? Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Let's eat in the dining room. Oh, excusez-moi, we're eating in a dining room. Yeah, and we're gonna eat off plates and drink out of glasses. Okay, Mr. Too Good for a Trough. Whoa, this dining room is huge. At that point, I was just waving my phone around to show people how big his dining room was. No roommates, legal cable, a TV stand instead of a rubber bin full of winter clothes. I just kept telling myself, this is it. This is your guy. Yeah, sure, he's boring, but he's nice and reliable. And for whatever reason, he's into you. In fact, one might say he was a little too into me. But why can't you just reuse the first fork? Uh, honestly, I'm impressed that you're still so mad about it. You're doubling your dishes. All right, who out there agrees with me? See, Styles and Jaden J both agree with me. I'm leading a flower revolution. Can you put your phone away, please? Yeah, okay, in a second. I think we should move in together. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. Is that a yes? What? I'm not hearing a no. Why do you want to move in with me? Because you're fun and hot. Yeah, so? And I'm 30 and it's time for me to settle down. I'm ready to commit. And I just happen to be the one you're with when you feel ready. Is that so terrible? I just don't think moving in is a great idea. I like having my own space to be alone with my thoughts. That's what the bathroom is for. Ugh. That sounds terrible. Maybe we should take a break. A bathroom break? No, that's not what I'm... Well, yes, now that we're talking about it, yes. I took the phone into the bathroom, but I'll spare you that. Derek really wanted me to move in with him, but my thinking was, why live together when we could not? He also really wanted to meet my dad, which I get. And he was feeling like we should meet each other's families, but my dad got sick again around this time, and I didn't really feel like doing introductions. My dad had enough on his mind without getting his hopes up that I found another human to put up with my nonsense. Besides, dad's prognosis was positive. He had another surgery, but it was fine. He was fine. I mean, um, he looked okay. Anyway, uh, why should I introduce Derek to my dad when I was thinking of breaking up with him? I kept almost doing it and then backing off. The timing never felt right. For a while, Derek was on a big account at work and then stuff with my dad. I didn't want to deal with a breakup. Then we had a double date with Rashida and Remy. And they just ruined everything look at all of these specials you guys this place is bananas and then we finalized the fixed rate at 28 percent, which is just a fiscal rim job it was legendary wow cool story i'll have the cod it's funny at harvard we used to eat cod all the time <laughs> that is funny i'm gonna hit the head Wow, Ellie, wow, Derek is... Awesome! Really? He's so cool. We're all on the same page, right? What an alpha. I don't know, Remy. I mean, he's great, don't get me wrong. What a guy. So cool. Yep. 
But Ellie, I, I don't know if he's the one for you. Why not? Well, his sense of humor is a little dry, and he seems to be on the serious side. And I'm not a serious person? You two just seem really different, that's all. Because he's an adult and I'm a mess? Yeah, actually, I agree with that. A guy like Derek, he could be with anyone he wants. Not that you aren't fine, but, but he's a guy with options, you know? Hey, should we ask for more bread? So you don't think I'm good enough to be with him? With him? That's You're not what I'm saying. definitely not. Well, we're moving in together, so you both can suck on it. Moving in? That's a big step. Yeah, it's great, and we're both really happy, so. What did I miss? Feels tense. We heard you guys are moving in together. Congratulations. Yeah? Cool. Did I move in with Derek out of spite because my so-called friend didn't think I could handle an adult relationship? Of course. In hindsight, Rashida was definitely right. Derek and I were not on the same wavelength. That relationship, I definitely could have played it differently. <laughs> it wasn't really fair to either of... You know, it, uh, it's been a while since I took Potato for a walk. What are the odds that the wave will hit in the next few minutes? Hopefully not good. We'll be quick. Come on, Potato. Let's go sniff some protesters. Right. Okay, back. As predicted, Potato was in smell heaven out there. I'm so tired of being right all the time. My guess is that those people are actually protesting showers. Again, I'm on board. You know who never has to shower? Babies. They have it so easy. They're bathed. They never have to pick out their clothes. And after they gorge themselves, someone massages their back until they burp. And here I am waiting for my burps to come like a peasant. Speaking of babies, Amrita was such a cute baby. You can't see her in this video, but I'm going to watch it anyway. So just picture the cutest baby in the world while you listen. Happy birthday, Amrita! Say thank you, Auntie Ellie. She can't really talk, can she? Did you get her anything? <laughs> of course I did. I mean... What, you think I got woken up this morning by the reminder that her birthday party was today and rolled out of bed and rushed out the door without having time to buy her a present? Come on. Great. So what'd you get her? <clears throat> uh, well, <laughs> I will wait for your heartfelt apology because you're going to feel like a real jerk. Uh, aha! Well, here you go. Here it is. It is an assortment. You're giving your one-year-old niece a ketchup packet, dental floss, and a CBD pen. Happy birthday, kiddo! That pen is only half full, so order your refill now. You're gonna need it with this guy. She deserved a way better aunt. And things with Derek continue to be a real headache. He's a good-looking guy, though. My photo stream got super popular when I posted pictures of him. He looks like a model for a popped collar shirt catalog. But when I moved into his place, he was such a killjoy. Everything was a fight. Case in point. Ugh. Okay, folks. Last of my stuff is officially moved into my new house, which is Derek's old house. Look how many boxes my life fits into. Not a lot. Hey, Derek, where are we going to put my futon? <laughs> we have a king-sized bed. Why do you still need your broken futon? I don't know. Memories? What memories? Right. Okay, I see what you mean. The futon goes on the curb. Thank you. Where did you put my Blood Bride 4 poster? Blood Bride 4, Deaded Bliss, is a classic. I'm worried that our house will only have your stuff in it. Well, my stuff is already here. True. And my stuff is much nicer than your stuff. Also true. <laughs> Would you feel more at home if we scattered dirty clothes all over the floor? Maybe. I'll tell you what. Let's put up your twinkly Christmas lights. Yeah? How about in the living room? How about the basement? Your basement isn't even finished. No, but the lights can help you find the laundry machine. 
Not everybody's obsessed with doing laundry, Derek! Ugh. To make matters worse, I had to see more of Remy because he and Derek became best buds. It's like they were closer than Rashida and I were at that point. There was one day. Ugh. Hold on. Here. Do you really have to record this? You stream too much. You're not in the moment. I'm in the moment plenty. I just want to immortalize her face when she sees the size of this pizza. It seems presumptuous to bring a pizza to someone's house without being asked to. Um, Derek, I think I know Rashida a little better than you do. Pizza surprise! Hi, Remy. Derek! So glad you made it. Sup, bro? Oh, come on in. I, uh, uh, just put the game on so we could totally watch it, if, if you want to, or not. <laughs> we can do other stuff, uh, play cards, talk shop. You know, just play it by ear, keep things casual. Where's Rashida? Oh, hi, Ali. Rashida took Rufus to see her mom. So we're just here to hang out with you? Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. I'm gonna go eat this pizza in the car. Thanks, Ellie. So what game is on? Have you gotten taller? Derek and I started bickering all the time, mostly over how much I recorded and live stream stuff. At the time, it seemed like everyone was streaming everything. It felt fun, like I was connecting to everyone all the time. But maybe he was right. I mean, maybe I was using it as a way to keep myself from being in the moment. If you're looking at the world through a camera lens, you aren't really a part of what's going on. Like, like a defense mechanism, I guess, to keep things from getting too real. So maybe he was right about that one thing. But we argued about dumb stuff, too, like what color to paint the guest bathroom. He wanted it to be this gross seafoam green color, and I did not care. It's for guests. They're lucky we let them use the bathroom at all. Besides, the only people who ever came over were Derek's friends, and who cares what they think? Derek, I guess? They weren't really my crowd. Hanging out with Derek's friends was like being in a room full of Derek's, and Derek's are the worst. This video is from a party celebrating his friend Scobie's promotion from senior fund manager to executive fund manager. Okay, guys, we are in the heart of it now. I am surrounded by men in expensive suits drinking cheap beer. Can you lower the volume on the TV? Thanks. That's so funny. We used to lower the volume on the TV all the time when I was at Stanford. Nice sofa. I had a sofa when I was at Yale. Northwestern. Ellie, let me introduce you to the brew crew. This is Jonah, Chad, Benji, Coop, the Gooch, Skymall, Scrum, DJ, and Momo. Um, hi. Hi. Vassar. That party was mind-numbing, but Derek totally fingerling me at the end of the night, so it all worked out. Looking back, I can see why I didn't love the thought of being an adult. I mean, look who I surrounded myself with. If Derek's friend, the Gooch, was your model for adulthood, you'd cling to your adolescence, too. That's probably why I love visiting my niece. It's easier to feel grown when you just hang out with babies. Jeez, she must be eight by now? I haven't seen her in a little while. In a big while. I wonder what she's like now. I wonder if she even remembers me. I mean, we definitely had a connection. There's an amazing window of time where kids are just like little trained seals and you can teach them tricks. How big is Amrita? So big. That's right. Amrita, wave. <gasps> She's waving. I taught her something, too. Wait. Amrita, who's funny? See? She pointed at me. Okay. Amrita, who's lame? Okay. Ha! <laughs> she pointed at you! Oh, my God! You got sick burned by a baby! That is savage! Ellie, cut it out. What? 
I just asked her a question. She's the one who said you're lame, not me. But be normal, please. What's the big deal? She won't remember any of this anyway. You're being neurotic. Just try not to be a bad influence on my child. I would never. Hey, Amrita, can I borrow your CBD bin? I really was trying to grow up. It was a tough learning curve, to say the least. I felt like no matter how hard I tried to be an adult, I was always getting it wrong. It's like I was trying to drive a car with my eyes closed. I could feel that I was drifting off the road, so I'd overcompensate and end up doubling down with a preppy dude whose best feature was that you had to go downstairs to get to his living room. It's not a perfect metaphor. And when things with Derek got so much more complicated, I made very drastic decisions. When I think about how many times I got engaged, oh boy. I long for a simpler time when I didn't know any better and I could pull off bangs. Bangs always seem like a fun idea, but now they just make me look like an old person trying to disguise myself as a young person. And they take forever to grow out. Oh my god, you guys. My 20s were bangs. And my dog is in the sink. How in the... Ellie and the Wave is a Radio Point production distributed by Himalaya Media, starring Natalie Morales, Serena Fialo, Uremus Losada, Ostrich Chow, Whitmer Thomas, Michael Gorman, Marcos Gonzalez, and me, Josh Rubin. Written by Aaron Foley-Chan. Produced by April Lamb. Directed and produced by Daniel Powell. Executive produced by Natalie Morales. Script coordinator, Sam Buchanan. Music by Matt Valigdon. Recording engineer, Tim Moore. Sound design and mix by Great City Post. Re-recording sound mixer, Ian Steins. Sound designers, John Moros and Lucas Sanoff. Dialogue editor, Olivia Posner. Foley artist, Sean Brennan. Post-producer, Houston Snyder. Associate producers, Sabrina Fonfetter and Sophia Beck. Production legal services by Bruns, Brennan, and Barry PC. Alex Bach is the executive producer for Radio Point. Thanks to Scott Porch and Vincent Nastry. Special thanks to the team at Himalaya Media, Matt Monreen, Lucy Shen, Lexi Passer, Peter Vincer, Ariel Liu, and Wang Yu.